0: always ready you're always ready i feel like i'm the one like oh i gotta start recording now
1: oh uh, uh, well i didn't i didn't already start recording but i am recording um, now okay. but i, I would say more the, in the sense of just my general energy
0: oh for yeah, sure, for sure. I mean,
1: you definitely looked apart what do you mean by that <laughs> <laughs> that felt that felt like an attack straight up i don't know why but that hit me as an attack
0: I thought we were being sarcastic.
1: Oh, well, it seems like your sarcasm is just okay. being mean to me. My bad. Um, my bad. So. Wow. Oh, man. You're moody today. <laughs> uh, you know, what are you drink What do you have? What That
0: was an interesting color. Uh, Jack Daniel's Cherry Limeade. Oh, is that good? I mean, it's sweet. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's syrupy. No, my... Uh, my brother-in-law and his fiance came over a couple of times in the summer, but they had, like, brought this, and then, mm. like, there was, like, two bottles in the back of the fridge. Yeah. Just, I was looking for something to drink. And yeah. I didn't want a double IPA for this, so I'm like, oh, sure, I'll drink this. Why not?
1: You were, you're doing, yeah, there's always, I find, the farther I get into adulthood, the more consistently there's something in the back of my fridge that I don't really want to drink. Right. But don't throw away because one day you'll need it. Yeah. One day you'll need it. Like, we have, um, we have like some nitro stouts that were bad, but you never know. In a pinch, yeah. Maybe you'll need a nitro
0: stout one day. Yeah, why not?
1: Um, but I'm drinking rose.
0: Oh, look at you, bougie boy. I like it.
1: Well, we, uh, so we do this is not branded content but open to brand um if you would want uh so we're doing home chef in 2021 oh cool uh with in in an attempt to just know what we're eating without having to like calculate it because Home chefs like gives you all the nutritional information they send you everything you need to make the thing and there's like kind of various levels you can get you can get like something that literally you just open everything up, put it in like a foil tin thing and cook it. And then there's some that are a little more involved. But huh. the other thing home chef does is every week they send you your home chef. There's also like a envelope of coupons. And one of the coupons this last week, coupons, what do you say? Coupons. Coupons? Coupons? Uh,
0: do I say Coupons? Coupons? And no, I say coupons. Yeah. So
1: they send paper coupons, and one of them was Naked Wines, hundred dollars yeah. off an order of, I think it's one hundred and sixty dollars or more. So, oh, damn. as yeah. everybody does. No I spent. You spent sixty dollars to get <laughs> a to you know to get one hundred and sixty dollars worth of wine. So, I'm
0: we're flush for wine for a bit. Hell yeah, I mean it looks great. I love I love. I love a uh, a not overly tinted rosé.
1: Yeah. One of them is a little more red. Or this is actually the more red one. But there is a lighter lighter red one. Um, and also, I, we just had maybe my new favorite wine. And I'm saying over rosé. Because rosé is great. Obviously, I will rosé all day. Um, for sure. Clearly. At any moment. I love rosé. But Pinot Gris. Gris? Gris? It's Pinot just, Gris, but yeah. it's not Grigio, it's Pinot no. Gris. <sighs> That's some good shit. I had never had it before because we were just looking at dry wines because I don't like sweet and I don't like I, I like dry wines. And that one's like oh, a, man. a pretty dry one, you know. But so smooth,
0: delicious. Oh boy! Uh, All right, I'm excited to start talking uh, wines with you then.
1: Yeah, uh, we gotta we gotta have you on. Christine's podcast, which is upcoming, called "Wines, Wines, Wines,
0: Wines, Wines, Wines," where
1: you wine Great about name. things, drinking wine, talking to Christine, wines.
0: It's so good. it's um, clever. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, she she went with a different podcast network than ours, but um, <laughs> you know she saw a greater opportunity elsewhere uh, to to cultivate an audience, and um, yeah, I respect know,
0: it. We'll, I respect it.
1: We'll see how that goes. Um, I wish her all the best. <laughs>
0: A <laughs> little, you know, we're not... Uh, the, the nice part is that it's not like we're a competing podcast, so...
1: Oh, yeah, no. Actually, she's been stealing our agendas verbatim for all of her episodes. No way. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's not doing the work. Let's just say she's just... That's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, but she does sometimes uh, feed me her opinions to give on our podcast, which I, I try to give when 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 appropriate, but um, oftentimes we'll, we'll pre-podcast our agenda... Just uh, yeah. on our walk,
0: so, you know. Oh, wow. Uh,
1: just for fun. It's clever.
0: Um, yeah, some sounding boards. But I like it. Danny, I guess welcome. To the DMGT podcast. Yeah. I'm Spencer. And I'm Danny. Danny. We're getting good at this. We,
1: we are. Uh, that, that was called uh, a segue from the cold open. Um, mm-hmm. And we nailed it. <laughs> and clearly so good and now we're definitely not stepping on it and not ruining it in any capacity No, no. no. i'm really just buying time because danny i yeah don't have my (laughs) slack up about what we're talking about (laughs) so i don't know what to do here (laughs) um can you can you tell us what we're talking about
0: yeah pretty funny that we just talked about prepping for our agendas beforehand anyways um yeah so a couple of things that we want to talk about Uh, we didn't get to uh Maybe a couple of podcasts ago we intended on. Um, But Spotify um, introducing or announcing a couple of weeks ago now that they were introducing a hi-fi option. Yeah. Um, Later in 2021. No exact dates or anything like that, but we know that it's coming. Um, But I think we, in general, want to have a conversation about, like, streaming and high-fidelity audio and, like, why should you care? I think they did a really – they had like they have a, a cool promo uh, announcing the Hi-Fi with uh, Billie Eilish and Phineas, her brother slash producer. Yeah. Um, which is just kind of like a quick thirty not nothing serious video, but um, kind of our thoughts there because we've obviously been Hi-Fi heads for a long time.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, basically since I started listening to music and understood that there was a higher quality version you could get, I've been yeah. just hooked. I've been hooked.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then uh, kind of how in general, uh, I mean, we had the uh, Pokemon event last weekend. Um, probably the biggest thing coming from that one is the open-world Pokemon game, which, very fun, but also just kind of reactions to, like, things are kind of slow, and this is, I don't know if this is a lull in general at this time of the year, but um, news is kind of slow on the tech and gaming side of it.
1: It really is, yeah, there's just just, like, I Even think on the music side. The music yeah, it I feel like the music side is starting to pick up, but it is a dead zone. Like this is traditionally, you know, dump month of well, the first quarter of the year is usually like Yeah. Nothing <clears throat> good happens in movies except for, you know, traditionally expansion of Oscar hopefuls kind of happening. So you might be able to Yeah. Especially if you're not in a major city like You know in a traditional year maybe you would be able to go see no man land or um right uh well judah and the black messiah i think would have been released normally had it not been covid but um yeah this would be like it's one of my favorite times of the year because i love uh watching you know the awards hopefuls over you know the couple months before the oscars we just had the golden Mm -hmm. globes last weekend but yeah otherwise it's like nothing's coming out everybody's waiting until q2 at this point as businesses to like announce new shit because they already kind of did stuff to bring in the new year so yeah it's just like kind of a nothing time for all of the things that we cover (laughs) yeah yeah
0: we're um I think we're like two weeks away from the uh, one year anniversary of this podcast coming to life. Uh, when I started when I kicked it off last March right after quarantine. I was like, Well, I'm at home and I have some time off in between jobs. Let's uh let's right. kick out some more content. So here we are now. Here we are. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, let's talk about Spotify and Hi Fi and streaming in general. I think what what's your what's your initial reaction? Because there's you're it's obviously going to be a premium plan, right? Yeah. So what's your initial reaction to Spotify bringing HiFi? We had we've had we've talked about this in the past a little bit or uh, about how uh, the Spotify streaming audio quality has increased. It's not as bad as it was when it started, especially right. if you have like higher or the equipment to like pick up those things.
1: Yeah, and I will say continually over the course of 2020 especially the latter half of 2020 i have noticed that spotify has just gotten better quality like it's it's really i can't necessarily put like a pinhead on like why i think this but i do know like yeah if i'm listening to songs that i know exceedingly well like i'm talking about the songs that i've listened to in every every way possible right like Mm -hmm. in car stereos in cd quality in flat quality in like even on uh competitors high fives when i've when i've dabbled in some other uh high five subscription services um they've something i don't know what it is but something has happened where i think the baseline spotify and by baseline i mean the extreme quality they currently have which is 320 Mm -hmm. kbps Something happened with the compression. They got better at it. Yeah. They got more efficient. You know, at, at sending sending those through the Bluetooth codecs that that most things are currently existing on. You're definitely hearing more detail in music on Spotify. Generally, like I agree, harmonies yeah. are very are easier to pick out. I think lyrics are less muddy. Um, soundstage seems to be a little bit better. So. Like I think they're doing a good job. And like my initial reaction of Spotify HiFi is like Yeah, I'm gonna get it. I like lo- <laughs> I I really like Ethics we'll get into about streaming.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because, in
1: yeah. In terms of just like doing the fucking music shit, like Spotify to me is still the best one. Um and I have done high I, I have done title. I have not delved into Apple Music because they get enough of my fucking money in other ways like i don't yeah care for it
0: it's just okay still Mm -hmm.
1: and it's still very very rare to find something that's not on spotify but on title i would run into that still even in 2020 as i i did a couple different stints of it uh in 2020 like there's still pretty big gaps in the And the available songs and Spotify rarely doesn't have what I'm wanting to listen to. That might not be everybody's experience, but for me, I rarely can't listen to what I want to listen to on Spotify.
0: No, I I agree. And like, I think a lot of it has to do with the, um, just like the dominant market share that Spotify owns the user base on, on Spotify blows everything else out of the water, which is I still, so I actually still have, a title subscription so like i'm basically paying for two mm-hmm. music subscriptions at once but whatever it it's a it's a th- that's an investment that for me i don't mind doing um sorry lily if you're just finding this out right now mm. um <laughs> so i do run into that where where i'm like okay let me listen to this new song on title and like whatever they'll get this extra tenth of a penny on this stream from me for mm-hmm. using title because they paid them a little bit better, um, and then it doesn't exist. If especially if if it's a, a, a little bit of a smaller artist or someone that doesn't have like a huge label or they self released, yeah. Like and and a lot of it has to do with like many <clears throat> even independent artists that don't have a label they'll go through a publisher of sorts or something some service like if you upload to Bandcamp or something mm-hmm. they might like offer you. Yeah, we'll put it up on like Google, Apple, and Spotify for you. Yeah
1: the the big gap that made me like just be like, well, I can't I can't do title, even though I love the title Hi Fi.
0: Oh, the audio quality is unmatched.
1: It's really really great. Um, the masters quality stuff that they have, which is like double Hi Fi, is is yep. really really cool. Oh man, the curation of it I think is really interesting. Like like they they kind of make a show of it, which I think is fun. Yep. Um, as like an audio file person, like I, I I like that a lot. But I'm one of my favorite bands, Cloud Nothings, right? And they're pretty popular, like in terms of alternative indie rock. Like
0: yeah, yeah, they're not like they're, completely unknown. They're
1: getting Pitchfork Best New Music over the past eight years. Almost every album they release is is pretty well regarded. And yep. you know, if you're getting reviewed on Pitchfork, you're doing something right in terms of uh popularity like you're either either semi popular or like popular in a sect of genre or something even, even you yeah. might not be actually popular but they don't have any of their stuff past their first self-released album on title, and like there's such a heavy rotation for me that I was like well I can't leave Spotify and that was really yeah the breaking point for me with with title i was like loving it like i really like title a lot um but i was like well that's like a pretty continuous spin of an artist i don't know why they don't have them didn't couldn't really find anything but um that kind of ended the experiment i also think that their hi-fi pricing is a bit intense it's 30 dollars a month
0: right it is yeah
1: I don't know if I can do it's it $30 deep. a month, man. That's that's like that's like several video streaming services worth of money. Um, yeah, that's
0: a that's I mean, how much does a year does an average vinyl cost? Like not super limited edition release. I right? mean about that much.
1: Like so that's one. Yeah. It depends on, you know, it depends on what you're getting, who you're getting it from. Um right. but yeah, it's about 30-35 bucks is probably of a, a, a new pressing of a vinyl
0: yeah and it's i mean at the very least title has gotten has gotten better like the user experience has gotten better and i want to talk about that a little bit too because like it's a large reason for spotify owning it um but it's still not quite as good so like even even if you do find an artist or anything like that uh say you're just listening through the discography and then you get randomly another artist by the same name or like it's spelled one letter or something different and they're also lumped into that same artist page yes and it's like not like yeah. and it's oh, it's just so weird I it's mean, a, it's annoying it's like again it's not a huge thing but it's kind of annoying it's like it is very for annoying. 30 bucks a month it's kind of annoying for 30
1: bucks a yeah. month yeah. Um, yeah though i will say like one of my favorite albums of last year was because spotify mislabeled Two bands with the same name. Mom. There's a Japanese band. And then there's also like an American indie rock band. And just so happened that me and Kyle, friend of the pod, like the other band mom or have listened to the other band mom. And then for whatever reason, he was on that page one day and he was like, what? This is a Japanese artist. This is awesome. And then we discovered it's like you can't help but (laughs) discover music on Spotify. It's the thing. Like that was a mistake. They fixed it but it's still, like, I don't think Tidal can touch Spotify's Discovery. Um, no. They keep making it different and more interesting. Like, the release radar now, have you noticed that it's, like, five times as long as it used to be? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they went from, like, 30 songs on some of these playlists to, like, like
0: 75. Yeah, and, like, that's... Oh, man. If, if, if people haven't seen the... Um... Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, or I touched on it a little bit last week. But the Fantano and, and Shinoda interview from last Friday—they um, actually go into this and like—that's kind of what we're talking about too. Where, yeah, it's a little tricky because Spotify um, or stream—not not just Spotify, like it's all streaming services don't pay artists very well. But it's really more about the record labels than anything. Yeah. Um, but anyways, they, they're talking about like, yeah, it's tricky because Spotify is trying to like force feed you certain. Artists and certain albums, because these record labels obviously pushed hard for like the latest Ariana Grande yeah. drop, which, again, no shade against the pop music we yeah. listen to, the, like to, like to the mainstream pop too. But but they're very clearly pushing that out. But at the same time, I don't think the I, I, I struggle. I don't want to use the word exposure in a overly uh, cliche way, but you can't beat that exposure that Spotify gives you because of that user base. If you somehow get like, yo, um, send, send uh, an Instagram message or a Twitter DM to yeah. like someone that like curates these playlists and they listen to it and it gets put on there. Boom. Yep. Your streams just like jump through the moon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, like, um, you know, I'm looking at the, what is the, top new release things that they're showing. And I know that this is going to be different for everybody, but I will also say this doesn't track with my listening. So I don't know if it's different than everybody. Honestly, Danny, can you open up Spotify and just go to new releases and we'll see if, how curated the just general new release experience, not your release radar is not release radar. Yeah. Just like when you go to new releases where it just says new albums and singles.
0: Do, 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 do. Okay, new releases and then new album singles. Okay,
1: what do you got? Top left, Post Malone, Only Want to Be with You. Me too. Next uh, to the right, AP by Pop Smoke. Yep. Like this, 2K Baby Marshmallow.
0: Yep. Okay, Go so big.
1: this is not curated at the top line. So this is truly pay to play. No. Because we have Green Day. We have Nick Jonas. Um, yep.
0: Madison Beer. Beer.
1: Now, okay, so if I scroll down past Green Day, the next row, Madison Beer. The next row, Daddy Yankee. Yes. The next row, Becky G. Yes. Bryson Tiller. Yep. DDG. DDG. Yep. JID. No yep. name. No, yep. Kyle. Yeah. Freeland. Yep. Roosevelt. Aunt yep. Clemens. Jade Bird. <laughs> Architects. Haley Witters. Zara Larson, Pat Barrett, Danielle Harley, 0936.
0: Yep. Yes. Everything all right, I'm is. going all
1: the way to my bottom. Oh, it's just a never ending scroll. Never mind. Yeah. Um, so it seems like this part is not curated. This is pay to play. No. There is some amount of someone paying some money to do this. Or there's yeah. some way they choose it that probably does involve money somehow. Right. Now, that wasn't always the case. In my opinion, with Spotify?
0: No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It used to be a little. The curation and music discovery used to be a little bit better. Yeah, but I feel in general, like it's it did it did decrease in, in quality, but it's still it's still better than everyone else's. Yeah. The um, they just they just kind of the they didn't get rid of discovery in general. They just moved it to a different spot.
1: Yeah, because my release radar is one hundred percent releases from people i have listened to like yeah. there is maybe one or two out, like artists that are completely outside of things i've listened to um but otherwise it's like hey there's a lot of people that i kind of like that have released some version of music that yeah i might want to listen to which is great and then the discovery weekly still cannot be beat in my opinion
0: discovery weekly is i've discovered so many songs and artists through through that playlist that to me is like the biggest one that spotify just has absolutely nailed and and that's the tricky part of like going somewhere else right because sure let's talk let's because we started off with the hi-fi here but title's done it before so let's talk about the business of and like kind of the social aspects of, yeah. of, of music streaming because it truly is a no-win situation it uh, As far as you looking to do the most um, socially responsible thing for musicians, for artists, right? Because uh, the CEO coming out uh, of Spotify coming out and saying a couple of months ago, um, "Oh, you don't you don't like how much money you're making from this? Sucks to suck. Make release more frequently. That's not great. Mm. That's like that's pretty shitty to say." Yeah. Um, and to, like, have the uh, top, C- your CEO of this business that has the market share in the entire industry, yeah. uh, it, it's not, it's not, it doesn't make you feel good as a consumer that is trying to be as responsible as possible. Yeah. And um, quickly then, on the market and, share.
1: Yeah. 35% yeah. Spotify. This is 2020, of April 2020. 19% Apple Music. 15% Amazon. I think that's just because people have Prime. I don't yes. know of a I human so. soul who just has yes. <laughs> Amazon Music by itself. <laughs> right. Ten cent, which I believe is a China version of streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube, 6%. Yes. And Others is 14%. So Tidal doesn't even track in the market share. Like, that's where Tidal's that's, at. Oof. They're in Other. That's right. And rough. they could
0: fix that with user experience, right? Because at... Ultimately, users are always going to choose convenience over everything. Mm-hmm. And when you and when you look at it, you still have a lot of artists and you still have a lot of independent artists that go, Well, our biggest user base or our big the biggest audience is on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So we kinda have to focus with them yeah. a little bit more heavily. Yeah. And that's the tricky part of like, okay, well, what if uh, someone that you like does like a special, like Spotify uh, session or something? Whatever, what what are they called? The Spotify Live? Uh, Spotify
1: sessions.
0: Spotify sessions, yeah. right? Yeah. Um,
1: and well, I think just- and you're like now
0: you now you don't have access to that if you don't have Spotify, so you can't support that artist in that way. Either way, it's probably better to go other ways to support artists mm-hmm. um especially now like buy a t-shirt buy a hat buy their albums um and i think that's that's where like the uh, like the biggest advocacy for jumping into vinyl comes in i think yeah. because like at least that's like a unique enough way to justify having like outside of uh literally my ps5 nothing else could play cds in my household <laughs> nothing yeah,
1: no, that's I, I Not even my car. Yeah, my car doesn't. Yeah, no, fuck no. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Like, um, I, I always am. I'm. I always kind of wonder. It's like, are will CDs resurge like vinyls? Because to be honest, maybe. Like, being real here for a minute.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's
1: like, I know vinyl, quote unquote, is 100% the best by people who have vinyls because we've spent so much money deciding (laughs) that we have to say that. Yeah, yeah. CDs are pretty, pretty high quality. Like it's, you know, I wonder how discernible it would be.
0: If you... And CDs technically are still higher quality than a vinyl press, right? I don't know.
1: I can't can't confirm or deny. Um, Okay but yeah I wonder if we're ever gonna get like it would be so much cheaper to just like have a CD player than like you know yeah like if I spent yeah. if I'm if I'm talking 300 bucks and I spend 300 bucks on a CD player or 300 bucks on a vinyl uh, yeah. or a record player I'm probably gonna get more bang for my buck with that CD player every time because yeah. it's a it's a like digital component, I don't know. Uh.
0: Yeah, but now we're now we're getting to the conversation of like um, like volume and uh, again convenience, right? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't get a vinyl player and start collecting records because it's convenient. Yes. I got it because it was a cool hobby that I wanted to get into as someone who already likes music a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a more it's it's a it, Go watch the video if you haven't seen the Vino versus streaming video no. on YouTube. <laughs> um, it's a more, it's a very much a deliberate experience to go into, right? Because I don't know if you, if like you, you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of podcasts ago, um, how like you plug in your headphones to to your record player setup, and like you have a moment where you're like, damn, the depth of like maybe you could discover that. Or you could get that experience with the CD player, but I don't know if you get like that deliberate moment. with Not as much. Not as much. A record yeah. player.
1: No. I mean, I, I uh, update on my record player. I did send my record player back to upgrade oh, you it. Did. Um, there you go. Now that was over a week ago, and I have heard nothing. So I'm a little concerned <laughs> <laughs> with that. Uh, you
0: forgot to put a baggie on like one of the pins,
1: dude. That's why I didn't send it back so quick because i was so stressed out about it like i was so stressed out and then like i finally just was like i just need to sit down and do it this can't be that scary it was scary um they send you like multiple emails about like don't fuck this up like (laughs) and i'm like these are all tiny little bags that could fit most of the shit i don't know what to put it in i'm so scared um but i'm hoping i'll get some info about that uh soon-ish because yeah I mean, the vinyls keep coming in. You know, I just keep forgetting that I ordered vinyls months ago because oh it God. always takes so long. So it's like every it week does. I'm like, oh,
0: yeah. Huh. I need a record player again. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to listen to this. But, uh, no, I guess, yeah, I don't know. I guess what's your take on, 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 on the business, uh, not business, uh, but, yeah, the business uh, re- socially responsible side of streaming? <laughs>
1: So you know I, I think it's it's a it's tough to just be a conscious consumer in today's age because we are in the ends the late stage of capitalism where we have gotten so efficient at making consumption easy to do that everything is degrading in who gets that money like yeah and also in general quality for other things not I'm not saying music is bad, but for me, it just continues to be at this stage in the game. I have like, you know, at this point, maybe a cavalcade of 25 artists that are truly special to me, you know, and, and like new, probably one a year gets added to that kind of like Mm -hmm. eternal playlist of like oh yeah these will be this is going to be a band i i can always listen to yeah and with those bands i'm definitely interested in supporting them with physical purchases be it a vinyl hat shirt sweatshirt something whatever in normal times i'm going to their shows right right um for sure going to their shows um and like you know if if it makes sense if i'm like a way of supporting them right now is like, are they streaming something I can pay for? Maybe I'll do that. Like cloud. Nothing's for example, um, put out, a, a self-produced record. That's not on any streaming just yet. I think it'll eventually come to Spotify. Um, I think, but the only way I could listen to it at first was like paying them like 10 bucks. So I was like, yeah, I'll pay them 10 bucks. Like I really like yeah. cloud. Nothing's. I want them to continue to be a band, they're kind of that ver- that that level of a band who definitely makes their living fine. Like they ain't they ain't rich. I assume they're not poor. They're they're making money, you know, probably in like some. You know, management level of a tech company Ho- is my hope that each person, each one of those are somewhere, you know, probably more like five figures, but hopefully towards six Yeah, because they tour a lot. They release a lot of quality music. Um, blah blah blah. So i spent ten dollars to get streaming rights on Bandcamp, which was purely to give them money. I don't use Bandcamp. I wanted to support them. Um and then I bought their vinyl pressing of, of the of the same record. Yeah. Um so like that's that's like, you know, I'd rather support people that way. Of those like top twenty five. Like I'm not gonna like do that for every band i don't have the money it's
0: too it would be impossible it would be too hard it's too hard but there's always yeah. an opportunity yeah.
1: to get into that growing list of artists that i will spend money on right and yeah. that's like not to say i agree with the spotify ceo of saying like produce more content because i that doesn't work for me like most people that produce a ton of content i'm not super interested in um just yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of past the mixtape phase in my life, like the Little Wayne <laughs> mixtape phase. Um, but yeah, I I, I I
0: that's how I do it.
1: That's how I'll continue yeah, I mean, to do it because I don't know what else to do.
0: It's tricky because the alternative is um, the early to mid two thousands, and that was obviously bad for everyone across the board because. Everyone was just pirating music. I just um,
1: deleted the my what.cd bookmark, <laughs> and I quickly got kicked off of what.cd because I could not keep
0: uh, no. my
1: reputation up because I did not understand how to seed at the capacity you needed to seed. Uh, it was tough,
0: <laughs> but that like that's my point. That's my point. Like back then. They weren't getting anything and and it really comes down to um like i think if if there's a, a socially conscious effort like an active effort to like get artists paid more equitably you don't go after streaming services you don't go some weird route with the artists or anything like that you figure out a way and and maybe like i don't have the answers but you go after the record labels because the amount of money that a record label takes plus the management plus PR and sure you can get all you like they do help a lot with that. Mm. But you, we're, at, we're at a stage in the internet world that even with, even with record labels pushing artists on streaming platforms, right? You, your, your shit could pop off on TikTok on YouTube, anywhere yeah. on the internet, with with no help whatsoever. A, one retweet by a by a random artist mm-hmm. will kick you off into the moon. So I think that's where the effort should be focused on, right? Because the the cut that record labels take and then management and like all that stuff. And I'm not and like when you start getting to like the tour management, like how you set up and 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 the staff involved, right? On, like touring, that that's fine. Like don't go after them, and that's the tricky part. That like record labels kind of just provide that for you, but the cost trade off isn't doesn't make any sense because that money's not going to to the staff either. If it's not going to the artists, it's not going to the staff, who's it going to? It's going to the big record label owners. Yeah, how much money is spent on marketing that could be spent. On the artists themselves, that's where that's where it should be focused on. And I don't know if it, enough attention is there, or if like yeah. that's just too hard. Um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, it all comes down to like again, there, no, what is it? No, um, no moral consumption in late capitalism, man.
1: It's yeah, it's like it's it it it, it it's it's basically impossible. Like I I, I sometimes talk about. You know that that idea of like you know uh, there's a lot of socially conscious people in our orbit we're trying to be that yeah. way in our day-to-day life but you know every mecha nation we're involved in is 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 a uh, is not that they might say they're that but they're not that right like any company that you interact with you work for whatever it is right the 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 goal of them is to make money. Make money. Like, the goal and is as not... As efficiently as possible. As, yeah. That's it. Like, no matter what the company is, that, that is what it is. I think that we have a lot of, like, um, a lot of companies that are getting, like, rightfully so called out for, like, yeah, sexism, yeah. racism, bad inclusion, all that stuff. Uh, but then, like, sometimes, you know, when, when people talk about, like, some of the I I, I like tech companies with different roles making different money depending on what your role is it's like well yeah it's like the whole system is capitalism is trying to pay every single person involved in the loop as little as will keep you not what you're worth based on what you do like that is the system that we are in it's how much will Danny take To not make me hire Danny again What is the lowest amount I can find like that's the that is literally what capitalism is built to do And I think when people get really surprised about that. I'm like Y'all like
0: why do you think (laughs) that any
1: company is good like companies aren't good. They don't have feelings. They're nothing. They are money That's all a company is. I'm not saying that all companies are evil. I'm just saying companies are companies. They don't have opinions or feelings. That's not the role of it. And, like, you know, all of these streaming companies, like music streaming, any streaming, it's like, yeah, their goal is to make money. Like, congrats. Netflix has the most diverse creative staff of people who make content. That creative staff is still less than 20% women. And that's like an applaud that they basically probably pushed out themselves, to say, look at us, we're the most woke streaming service. Like, well, you don't care about being the most woke streaming service. It behooves you to be that right now. That's it. Yeah, and
0: it and it's. I don't want to derail too much, but like, it's it's very much the. all of those things, in general, in general, like as as a whole, and like this one, like when we're talking about companies, in like I'm perfectly fine making blanket statements because we're not talking about individuals yeah. anymore.
1: Uh, companies again don't have feelings. If you're yeah. offended as a company, you're a sentient robot, and we need to
0: <laughs> shut you and off. And we need to do something. Yeah, like about this, the, yes. we're gonna yeah, all yeah. die. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to strap up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know
1: uh, if you're a, if you are a company entity and you are
0: upset here. Yeah, Um, so like, and and I guess my point was, it's like it's the same thing of like, um, like uh, especially in the Chicago tech scene. It's it's a huge circle jerk of like best company to work at the the Forbes fifty best to work at or the uh, Chicago built in Chicago fifty best to work at. It's like this is a company will point at that like, look, we're on the list, yeah, and then say we don't need to change anything
1: yes um and they forget and, the and, part it, and, where and it's, it's be- like right it kind of depends on how big your company is so you can push the right. surveys to more people yes also yep. you're paying i don't yep. i i don't know the actual no, pain i don't know if it's true or not but most likely like you're paying to be featured yeah, you're paying. money nothing's free nothing's free um yeah it's it's always it, yeah it's like Yeah,
0: of course you're paying. Like, imagine, imagine you get like in the top five. Yeah, and you get pushed that into into like. Let's just look at built in Chicago for example, and the amount of traffic that they get locally. You get pushed into the top five. That's basically, um, like a recruiting tool, uh, tool and funnel. Yeah. So of one hundred percent, you're paying for that. Every company in the
1: world is, you know, openly talks about how can we minimize negative reviews of our company
0: yeah right like what do we and it's it's just and it's not about fixing the thing it's about like just getting them to not do it and
1: it's and and it is that i'm not i'm not necessarily judging if that is bad or good that is the state of things like that's just how it is right now um and it's like if you're not doing that as a company you're stupid because it's not worth the moral stance (laughs) like yeah thinking as Th- that a business be... like yeah you gotta do what the businesses are doing because that's yeah so, the rules of engagement so are defined by
0: the it, the rulers it's, it's, <laughs> it's like switching switching jobs to a different company in the same space or in the same city or anything and being like Ugh, you work at the company that i used to be at i thought you cared about employees rights so i'm like well dude you're still working at a company so like yeah that's a weird hill to die it's, on and, yes and yes, that's yes. that's how i circle yes. it back so the music streaming, it's like if you move from one music streaming platform to another and then you're shaming others, yeah, that has like that is a weird hill to die on. It's that like does, different, that helps no one. We're talking that about helps no one.
1: fractional percentages. Like we're like it's not like if you listen only on title, every artist becomes rich. Is it better? Right. For sure. But it's not still equitable or fair.
0: Yeah. And again, it's not it's not us saying that we agree with the Spotify CEO or like a lot of these behaviors that we're talking about in general. But it's like you got to pick your fights. You got to pick your fights. And for me personally, as much as I agree, like want to push like helping artists and this and that, like there are there are so many other priorities socially, uh, economically um, that that just takes so much of my headspace. I don't have the capacity to like take up this cause if someone else does, and I fully support it. uh, But again, like focusing that energy at the right place and not at each other. Right. And like, I think kind of what, what my
1: stance on just general things, being a person in a capitalistic society is like, you know, whatever I'm doing, what, how can I do the most good at the position I'm at to affect the most people that may be under me, to speak truth to power that to people that are over me um to make sure that i'm doing my best to make lives better within the sphere sphere of influence i have be it at work socially culturally like whatever it is like that's the only thing you can really do when the machine is so powerful like you can just be like hey if i can make the you know, whatever. Let's say you have a team of 10 that you manage at your job. If you can make those 10 people feel good about coming to work, you're doing about as good as you can do. And that is like, yeah, I mean, you're probably
0: doing better right? than most. I and would like, say.
1: like I've, <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot. It's like all companies that want change to happen, whatever company it's at, it's like, really, like, you can't just process that type of stuff to existence, right? Well, we changed our process. Now everything's fine. It's like, no, no, no. That's just, that's just you saying it. That's, and and that's not a bad thing to do. Go ahead and say it. But it really comes down to like, what if like every manager at every company just wasn't shitty and like try and like, just (laughs) tried to be nice to their, whoever their employees are. And I'm talking like McDonald's and not like everything. And then, and it's just like, you know, it's, it it is kind of the idea of the grassroots political style of change where it's like, what if we all didn't think about how to get all the big players agreeing? What if we all just on this level agreed that it would be nice to feel good about coming to work and our job should be making that nicer? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody does that. Change happens. But it's also like a a, a very steep hill. <laughs> for it is, for a it lot is, of places. And it, like and we're again privileged relatively. Do companies that we work for have issues? Yeah, no shit, they're companies. Again, this is yep, just standard. Yep, yep. It's I'm not attacking anything. Um
0: But I'm also I'm also not like I'm also actively not a an Amazon uh warehouse employee. Right. We um, are working in pretty good, good conditions, stuff, right? Yes. Even yes. if
1: we're busy. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it, I still can turn off my phone.
0: You know. Yeah, yeah. the 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 fact that we can even be uh, yeah. thinking about like, oh, well, this streaming platform is better. Like, why? How can I support? We are my disgustingly better? Like, it's already it's disgusting. already a very privileged yeah, position. We're disgusting.
1: Um, <laughs> like, like.
0: Oh man, it's
1: it's nuts. Um, I think Danny. Since we're at like forty-five minutes so far. Yeah, I know we yeah. had a couple other topics um, and we definitely tangented as usual, I blame your Jack Daniels Classic. delicious treat, I blame I mean sweet, my rosé wine all day um, but we should probably get to another topic maybe one um, but the other thing I think we should check in on this is a audible um, let's do it is have you given more thought to what you're going to do to volunteer this year once the vaccine happens? So I've been thinking about this lately. Um, do you like? I can go first. Um, just thinking about like trying to be better from this very privileged position we have. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, no, no. I, I think I'm still. Um, I'm still on the uh, the Big Brothers Big Sisters uh, thing. I want to explore that a little bit more. So like, in general, like that's like one of my. Uh, the things that I care about the most mm. is like education and and accessibility to low income communities, in which primarily happen to be minority communities. Yeah, um, they don't happen. That, they that don't that to,
1: happen to be. They were systemically chosen well, yes, to be. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> but like that's like if you were to ask me about like all the social issues, that to me is like the number one. Yeah. Because uh, in my head, the 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 cards that we got out as adults they they've already been dealt i can't change that i can do things to make other peers lives a little bit less difficult but um if we're talking about like the future and like leaving some sort of impression and impact that's beyond like Ugh, i got a bunch of money and i could retire and like give money to like some my children or, or whatever um, what did they do to earn it nothing re- <laughs> nothing <laughs> One of those uh, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's where, that's where I'd like to focus some more on like how, like maybe it's tutoring or yeah. Again, like the big brother, big sister program is like the best one for like mentorship of a younger individual. Um, that's what I care about the kids and educating the kids, man. That's yeah. like my biggest one. Yeah.
1: Some say they're the future. Um, I think that's a great one. I, I also will be doing that too. Once I get vaccinated, cause I do think. It's it's fun to talk to the youth as they are now, Um, and I also think it's like maybe
0: they could teach me how to TikTok. Well,
1: it's like it's a good (laughs) antidote to being like we're just about. We I think we talked about this last week. Like we're just about to be the age of a generation where we have two options. One option is to not be how every other older generation is, and the other option is the likelier one where we just become every other generation Mm -hmm, where it's like the new things are weird and bad. And it's like, no, they're cool. And you're old. Like the answer is they're cool. And you're old, whatever it is, fashion, (laughs) how they call themselves, whatever themselves may be like, who knows, but it is what is cooler than whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing past again, 20 six you're lame i saw i saw
0: saw this this tweet that like made me cringe so hard because they were saying like oh the uh the millennial versus gen z thing is happening because millennials haven't given haven't been given the opportunity to like actually enter adulthood things that we were taught owning a home starting a family those stuff and it's like That's so weird. Why would you go after the kids then? At that point, yeah. like, why are you arguing continue, with the kids?
1: Continue to fight up. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like that's you're so weird. To punch why? Up. Comedy is funnier <laughs> when you're punching up. Okay, boomer is funnier than okay Gen Z because you're punching up. Yeah. Yeah. Up. They yeah. They still hold the power. Even it's if it's like not even a reason if, to like
0: oh we're, we're stuck in a adolescence. I'm like yeah. Ah, that's just yeah. that's just so weird. That's just so weird to me. But anyways, continue.
1: Yeah. Well, that uh, I mean that's that 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 was really it. But I think um. I definitely want to do that. Uh, Boys and Girls Club, or to oh, be, Boys and Girls Club. To yeah. be honest, I, I I haven't necessarily researched them. I don't know if they're the exact right one to use. Who knows? Could be that Boys and Girls Clubs is is bad now. I, I it's hard. To, it's always hard to to know what where you should spend your time volunteering and stuff. But the other thing I want to do is like community organizing, in hmm. in either the community I live live in or communities that I have connections to in Chicago. Like, yeah. Um, like, I think that's another thing, uh, that's maybe like pretty easy to plug in. Usually you can just like devote a Saturday to that type of thing. There's, there's always stuff going on, uh, in different communities. Like, um, so yeah, so I want to do boys and girls club because I do think it's fun to talk to people who are younger than me. Um, Because I know that that's something that some people don't get a lot of, Um, but then the other alternative, maybe the easier one, to get into um, community organizing in communities that I care about being better. Yeah, like my thought would be like Albany Park. I love Albany Park. Underutilized north North City of Chicago, North suburb of uh, neighborhood of Chicago,
0: North neighborhood of Chicago. Yeah. The forgotten. Yeah, I mean, child. there's there's plenty to do. There's plenty to do, and like, uh, people potentially leaving the city and stuff. I'm like, honestly, that gives me like that. That makes me want to stay even more because now now it's a little bit more affordable. If people are actually leaving, and the people that are leaving aren't gonna be the poor people. It's gonna be the wealthy people. They're like, uh, I need more space, and like, there were protests on my street over last summer. Like that's made me feel scared. Uh, yeah, please leave. Get the hell out of yeah. here. Um lower the prices and then i can do more stuff here uh i think in general like i don't want to give away too much of our master plan here um but like, like with the dmgt long term like being able to to host and and um like sponsor local creators and then have that be a network where like say you have uh needs for like video editors or audio technicians or something like maybe we do like an internship program a paid internship program of course an internship program where we bring in kids that are interested in doing this and we say cool we're going to pay you come in over the summer part time or whatever and now you get exposure you you get these smaller creators that didn't have access to these resources and now you, you start building, like, a little community of, like, embedding, not just, like, handing off things to people, but, like, providing them with some sort of skills in a creative space for them to, like, take off. And, like, if after your program's done or whatever, like, you want to stay here and there's a position, cool, stay here and we'll, like, make make it a real thing. Or, cool, now you can kick off and, like, go on your own yeah. and do your own thing permanently, Then. Great. You graduate. Yeah.
1: Bye-bye. So technically, if you're not supporting us, you are not supporting the kids. So think yes. about that when you're exactly. writing your reviews. <laughs>
0: five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five
1: stars. Buy a hat. You dingus. Buy a hat. You dingus. Um Do we have time for any of the other topics or did we do another solo topic? We're really ripping on some of these.
0: We really lately. are. We really are. We
1: are, for people who track our agendas we're not crushing them we are usually leaving out no no the one last month is... <laughs> one or two topics and
0: yeah. and that we got a deep dive a little bit more on, on some of the other stuff yeah um what was the other one here
1: danny I want to you're take the up? person that That'd was supposed weird. to know that i know i, I know i'm here one single job for the first time in your freaking life uh, okay i'm kidding i'm the person that never does anything
0: <laughs> no no it's fine uh the uh the pokemon open world game okay so,
1: hey, do you want to hear a funny right. a funny way of describing the yeah, Pokemon yeah, open please. world game? Please. Pokemon Breath of the Wild, am I right? <laughs> First
0: person to say that, no oh, one's ever said it. Wow, no one, no one truly said it. You got to tweet that. I'll tweet that out for you. Thank I'll you. Say that you said Thank
1: it. you. Please tweet it for me.
0: <laughs> po- I mean, it really—it's like literally, they ripped out the engine for Breath of the Wild and said Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. that sounds great. It does sound great. That's what I wanted from Sword and Shield. Yeah, Sword and Shield
1: I never played because watching some gameplay of it, I was like no, nope, <coughs> no, nope, this ain't it. This ain't it. I get it. It ain't it.
0: I mean as someone who finally beat it and I'm now in like some of the DLC the expansion stuff um, it's more because uh, like I had a Pokemon itch that I get like once a year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I managed to like capture that peak at the right time to get me through the entire game. Um, I mean, yeah, it's fun. And like, now I'm like building like a competitive team or whatever. But when I saw that open world Pokemon, I'm like that. Okay. This, this, I want this. This is what I wanted Yeah. throw everything out into the garbage. I don't care. I'm just kidding. I do care about the diamond and pearl remakes, but um, even those, it's just a remake, I've never played those, which is why I'm okay right. with it
1: well it's like but those ones are more like the thing about sword and shield is they took away in my opinion some of the most important parts of playing pokemon like
0: which are yeah
1: if you're walking in some fucking grass you might get fucking attacked
0: oh you love the random encounter stuff yeah
1: that's pokemon that is pokemon
0: okay okay like to me
1: that's pokemon and and if you're not constantly being like shit if i get attacked right now i'm kind of screwed because i've been attacked way too many times and this sucks
0: (laughs) i don't have any potions left that's like part
1: of the (laughs) that's part of playing pokemon it makes it more realistic in a world where wild things are running around and have superpowers (laughs) you don't get to choose when those things occur. If you're walking in the middle of the fucking woods or a cave, like I think taking out that random encounter is really frustrating, which to be fair, I haven't looked up much about this new Pokemon because I saw Pokemon breath of the Wild And was like, okay, I get it. Got other stuff I need to do. Um, but with breath of the wild, like, you know, you can walk around somewhere and be like, Oh shit, this dude, what is this? This guy's going to kill me. Like, uh, this sucks. Um, yeah, like that's that's part of the fun of Breath of the Wild is the exploration and not knowing if you're going to advance a story element or if you're just going to be frozen on a mountain.
0: Yeah, now, <clears throat> I mean generally I've become a bigger fan of um, the overworld sprites appearing in, especially in turn in JRPGs because Pokemon is a JRPG. Mm. It's a turn-based. It's a turn-based battle system. Right, um, you get you level up, you get in, you learn new abilities, and that's how you progress. That's literally it. Um, in general, I have been a bigger fan, but I, I, I get where you're coming from as far as like the maybe not even nostalgia factor, but like that's just what makes it feel like a Pokemon game. Like there's been, in my opinion, there,
1: it, that's how. That, yeah, that's, and I know that like a lot of people are really excited about getting rid of that. Um, But I think those people are weak and suck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn. All right. Shots back for uh, the opening of this uh, podcast episode. Whoops. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, I'm excited for it. It's 2022, which we'll see if that holds. Um, But I'm, like, legitimately excited for that one. I'm like, this, this feels... Like the natural progression of what the Pokemon franchise should be yeah. on this new console. Yeah. That's now four years, five years
1: old. Yeah, which is crazy. That is crazy. That's already that part of the life cycle. Um, yeah, I do. I mean, Pokemon's so cool. You know, like every time you. What's think the last about Pokemon it, game you played? I don't really play them. <laughs> I just like Pokemon. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Fair. But fair. I, I, I really am a classic Pokemoner, where like I'll emulate like Pokemon Blue, oh, Yellow, I gotcha, Beach I gotcha. Green, okay. all those ones. um I never caught up. I never kept up with it. Pokemon Stadium, like I'm I'm way in the past on on Pokemon. I played Pokemon Go for a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, who didn't? freaking everyone in the Um, summer 16
1: the thing the re like i was all set up i was i was ready to buy sword and shield but then i was like wait wait wait. the random encounters are gone not interested uh (laughs) had they been there i would have spent i I would have spent that 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 money no problem no problem
0: i respect that so so then are you gonna pick up uh the open world pokemon legend pokemon legends arceus um because it's not a random encounter; they're all in the open world.
1: Yeah, I mean, I might as well because.
0: But it's more of a Breath of the Wild open world than it is. Well,
1: if the combat is world. easier because I have a Switch Lite, so the 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 big problem of me finishing Breath of the Wild um, is that the combat was made with the idea you will be using a a, a controller, like it's mm. it's not necessarily made for how the light is set up. Um, oh, okay. Which has uh, bummed me out. It just makes it a little bit harder to navigate, a little bit harder to do things. Not, it's not unplayable by any means, but kind of annoys me enough that I lost the luster. But playing some Pokemon in on my Switch Lite before like going to bed, a wind down in, yeah. in wind down moment, like
0: a wind down with wine. You know, yeah, uh,
1: that sounds pretty fun. Like, I I like it. Now, this is one place where, it, you know, talking about not being a curmudgeon about generational things. Yeah, yeah. Am I going to be annoyed that I don't know any of these Pokemon? Of course. Yes. Will yes. I be sad that I can't Bulbasaur. have a Bulbasaur? Most likely, I assume, yes. It'll deeply hurt me if I can't start with a Bulbasaur. Your boy Bulbasaur. My boy Bulba. Um, he's the cutest Pokemon that's a non-negotiable for me in my life <laughs> uh
0: he does love his sword, voice folks. is the fu- his
1: voice is so funny it's so funny he's like come on he's got a little plant on his back what the fuck's going on <laughs> <laughs> like all the other ones like a lot of the standard pokemon like are kind of analogous to some sort of animal right like you have a pikachu yeah, it's just it's like animal. a mouse like a squirtle it's like that's a turtle that's pretty easy Charmander, you know, it's like a lizard thing. And then you got a dude yep. with a fucking flower back? <laughs> you what? You when you put it like that, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's crazy! That's why I like him. Because he's just like, yeah, man. And then I become a bigger flower guy. And then I become just like a frog flower man. Dinosaur. Thing, Dinosaur. Yeah. Like, I also got vines. Like, the, it's the weirdest of, like, the starter Pokemon bar none blastoise eventually becomes like you know a machine which is with can like how does yeah. that happen i don't <laughs> understand that but yeah bulbasaur is just like yeah dude i got a plant on my back fuck you
0: it shoots out poison <laughs> come on what's not to love adorable he is, i mean bulbasaur is great bulbasaur yeah is
1: i like all of the original 151 don't get me wrong they're all great um yeah, I got a.
0: If if you ever catch me streaming, it's right behind me. I have a poster of the original. 151. Who's your favorite one fifty one? You know mine. Of the one fifty one. Sorry. Uh, mine is
1: Growlithe. It's a great one. It's a cute. God, so cute.
0: It's Growlithe, and then um, I mean Charmander is always gonna have like a special place. Charmander is because I'm a Charmander boy. Cute as shit. Like Char- Charmander is very cute.
1: Man. But then Charmander but quickly the goes not cute.
0: Yeah, Charmander immediately becomes a little shit.
1: Like, Charmeleon is like, dude, clean up your room, you fucking teenager. Charmeleon,
0: Charmeleon is, like, the most forgettable of the uh, second evolution of all the starters, in my opinion.
1: Because, I yeah, Ivysaur is very iconic. Um,
0: and uh, and War Turtle and, uh, has, like, that swagger.
1: He does. That's true. And then, like... Yeah, Raichu is great. Um, though Raichu is like kind of boring at the same time, but like not as. Yeah, like Charmander goes from exceedingly cute, to Charmeleon's like kind of ugly. Like.
0: Yeah, he's got like that weird one. Yeah, what's horn unicorn what's going thing on with, in the back? Yeah, like it's like a little weird handle. What's your I don't least? Don't, I don't like how about a least favorite one fifty one? Least favorite. Oh man. electabuzz it's just like it's just like a beer belly dude that's fair it's just like like yeah literally just like a beer belly dude
1: that's fair i would say i would go with voltorb only because
0: oh what i love voltorb
1: only because i'm sorry what is voltorb's pre-evolution uh i'm
0: no no it's it's voltorb and then electrode
1: okay sorry so electrode i'm not interested in as much because i'm like what do you what are you doing what are you doing
0: yeah he's just like he's just upside down <laughs> i do love that they are like uh, i don't know let's make a pokemon out of a pokeball and then make him upside down when he evolves
1: yeah that's just lazy that's the thing that pisses me off it's lazy evolution <laughs> um
0: I, for for an already lazy Pokemon.
1: Yeah, get out of here, um. <laughs> man, uh, we're definitely people that children would be able to talk to. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, they're like, hey man, don't you remember Charmander? And they're like, what? what are you talking about, dude? I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh boy. It's the uh, it's the uh, the. The principal Skinner, um, the moment where it, that, that meme, like, am I out of touch? No, it is the children who <laughs> are wrong. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> now, I would highly recommend if you're very bored in the pandemic, just look up the season one Pokemon anime animated series drinking On game. On Netflix, it's up there. And play a drinking Oh, drinking.
0: Theater. Oh, my God.
1: It's a very, very fun. I had no evening. idea. mean you can choose like three of the 25 rules and you will be fucked. Absolutely fucked. Like within, if you choose anytime Pikachu says Pikachu, you're done. You're dead.
0: (laughs) No, now why would I want to do that to myself? It's
1: a way to get it done. You know what I mean? Well, why not?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like we just found our weekend plan. Potentially. Um, But we'll see. All right. I think we can wrap it up there. Um, We'll we'll do some more music discovery pretty soon. Um, I uh, I still have to go into my spiel about crypto in general. We haven't done that yet. Um, yeah. and I'm ready. I'm ready. That that yeah. that part of my brain's on deck. It's ready to go. Um, so we can do that, and then, I mean, with my laptop, kind of kaput. It's making – I can I can edit it on, on my iPad. It's actually surprisingly good for it, but I just have to carve out some time to get those videos up. Um, but check out the blog. The blog we're doing a little bit better, updating a little bit more regularly. So Yeah,
1: yeah. There's definitely a blog post coming this week, I promise.
0: Okay. okay. I
1: promise, Danny. You don't ask me about it, but I think about it all the time. I'll, I'll get it done, sir. Fair. I'll get it done.
0: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.